0: What's up, guys? Welcome uh, to episode two of Ugezi Chatare, and uh, we are going right into it. Uh, this is our initial reaction of Game Four of the Eastern <laughs> Conference Final of two.
1: Who for that game,
0: <laughs> Dad? Is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Welcome. So, um, all right, let's get right into it. Uh, that game was, uh, let's to say the least, Marquel. Dude. Yes.
2: Dude, oh, my gosh. I wanna...
0: dude, Like,
1: everything went wrong. The moment I realized Strom was in warm-ups but didn't play, that gave me some bad feeling. And then just the way the first went, it was kind of
2: whatever and stuff. And then Heedle got hurt. Oh, first gosh. of all, first of all, first of all, that freaking first goal, dude. That that mm-hmm. that goal, of all people, fat, pat, maroon, dude. Hey, yeah. you going to let him walk the D like that? That was pathetic. The first of all, Braun doesn't play the body on the freaking. Oh, dude, that was so frustrating oh, to watch. The first we have, goal. No, the if we goal have our third worse. D pair out, we have our third D pair pair out with our fourth line. Like,
1: oh, well, we I so. that's easy. That's easy pickings right there. That's easy pickings. Yeah, yeah. So, and the second goal was worse too. Lindgren and Fox spaced out so far. You let Kucherov walk down the middle and stuff. It's not like he's. Top five, top ten offensive player in the league. Like, come on, man! And he dude, in the shot too. I was like, "Oh my gosh, dude!" Like, was- it's like the you could feel the game. The momentum was not there for us at all, at all. No matter how hard we tried and stuff, because we had some pushes, but they they clogged the middle. They were blocking shots. And we weren't matching that effort that they were putting in and stuff. And it was just a slower and grittier game, too, which I think really affected us. Because that suits more of, like, that veteran team as opposed to us. We play with more pop.
2: Dude, I thought we controlled most of the second period. And then that – dude, Lindgren was out to lunch. So, like, how are we not covering that guy? He's on the far right side of the freaking line. He's, he's, He's hinging correctly in being backwards on that play. He's good to be back, but he's all the way on the right side. Like, how are you not watching freaking Kucherov in the middle?
1: Especially Kucherov. That's literally their most potent weapon in the freaking playoffs right there. I mean, besides Braden Point, but he's not playing, of course. Like, Kucherov's been a problem every game for us. Every game. Like, well, the last three games at least, not the first game as much. But his influence has been so great for that team and stuff. And we're not putting the right answers for him and stuff. Like, I thought Truba had another mediocre game. Like, I thought he was gonna have a good response. He didn't have that great of a response. No. Miller looked okay. Fox was okay. Lindgren made the big the big defensive lap where he just let Kudrov walk down I, the middle. I feel and like Braun and Rick Snyder looked terrible by that today. One block
2: shot. I I feel like Lindgren might have gotten hurt on that block shot, but he's a fucking cyborg, so of course he's gonna come back and play.
1: Talk so. about
0: blocking shots, that Corey Perry shot right off the hand, that looked
1: like it fucking hurt. Oh Yo, I, hope I don't care. I don't care. I no, do I not care.
0: You guys care. don't care. Don't mean it don't, don't hurt, f- though. That f- I do really not care. I, bro. These, bro. It, uh, it's just a big mess. And I swear, like, throughout this whole freaking game, Vasilevsky honestly, on crack. On freaking crack. And we just could not find any sort of momentum at all. The game was
2: at flat. All. The game was flat. You know what the worst part was like we've won so many games like being outshot by like 20 and 30. And we out I think we outshot them that game. We outshot game.
1: them. Yeah. And if we
2: didn't, if we didn't, we were very close and we okay. The and I'm sorry, I was I, I had it written down the whole game and I was gonna talk about it. And then he goes and scores, but fuck, dude. Panarin has been invisible. As I said in the last podcast, dude, he's been invisible. The only time I noticed him was on the power play. Like that was it. He had that two minute stretch, just like you were saying before. And besides that, he was invisible, dude. Like, you're making 12 mil a year, bro. You gotta yeah. do
1: something out there. Come and on. just to just to emphasize Will's point, like he's been invincible since the Kane series. So like he's mm-hmm. had time to figure it out. Like Here's the big thing about Panarin stuff against the Pens, he wasn't the best, but he wasn't bad. He was good. He was fine. I thought, okay, maybe he's figuring it out. Maybe he's just trying to get through the playoff waves and trying to feel out the atmosphere and stuff. Because yeah, it's a lot of pressure at first. And he's the he's our at least in the regular season, our most offensively gifted player. Correct. One hundred percent. But then in the come the Canes game, all right. He didn't play as well, but that's because, like, we always talk about the Canes work hard. They close off space really well. So maybe that team just had that answer to Panarin. But now with the Lightning, it's just like, all right, dude, you're kind of choking. Like, I was like, you you got to start stepping up for you right now. Like, this is like, this is where the Rangers, like, you know, we always talk about how the Rangers backs against the wall. is so, is so uh, strong and stuff. But with Panarin, though, he's got to be one of those players that steps up for Ooh. us
2: right now. Like, we need yeah. him. Dude, and I noticed between the first and the second period, the amount. So he would get the breakout pass on the on the side that he was on. Yeah, as soon as he entered the neutral zone, he was trying to thread the f- needle with passes, dude. He was trying to thread the needle every pass he turned.
1: And backhanding it too. So
2: many times, dude. Yes, on the backhand. There was that one play in the offensive zone where he backhanded it, where he had so much room to shoot, and he just. Uh... Like,
1: it's just not the player we're used to seeing. I mean, I'm not at all. It's not at all. It's just that's not the $11 million player we signed that put up 90, 90 something points this year. Well,
0: it goes back to, to what we said in the last podcast. I honestly feel like he's definitely playing with an injury, but I don't like at the same time, though, there was a, there was a point in the second period where his hands and his, just like his, I don't know. He just looked good. But it was all in vain. Like it just like it just didn't matter. Because like but every is- shot that would that would be on net, it would be saved. And that's like one thing is like this is where Vasilevsky and this is where this veteran team like is just showing to to pull through, is it they they just like have I think they've figured the team out. Mm-hmm. Like we've we kind of I guess found some weak points at the beginning of the series, but but, I think they've found out that we found out about their weak points. Damn. and it's just like it's just so difficult to score when they realize what we're targeting and where we're shooting and what we're trying to do in the in the in their defensive zone, our offense our offensive zone. And it's just it's it's tough. Like yeah. I just don't know. i I don't know. Like, ob- obviously, it's hard next to believe game... right
1: now. It's definitely hard to believe right now, like, yeah, the, the, like to feel positive about the direction we're going, because like, like, you know, a big thing is too. like, you know, we like we got to remember, we just came off of winning game seven against the Hurricanes going into uh, after uh, the day after was game one against the Lightning. You know, we we uh, they had some cold, cold feet. They were, you know, tr- trying to figure everything out. And the scary part is they're getting their rhythm now. Like they're getting the rhythm and that team with the amount of experience they have compared to us collectively is really intimidating and stuff. And we need to find an answer for game five or else this series is going to be over in six. Like we really need to figure out like an answer for game five and hopefully, you know, obviously I hope the series is every team wins their home games and that's it because that helps that works out for us at the end. But, um, they're 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 gonna be much more competitive than they were in game one or game two. They will be a hundred percent more
2: competitive. Can can I just say I had two notes on the game here. I had two notes that I wrote down. I was very upset. First of all, Tampa, I'd said before they were they were stretching the offensive zone, they were making very good seam passes. New York seemed to crack down on that a little bit, but God, their stretch passes through the neutral zone and the defensive zone bringing the puck out. They killed us like that. Obviously, that Kucherov goal was a was a horrible stretch pass that we definitely should have stopped. But also, there was just so many of them at the very start. Kucherov had another opportunity where he came down the right side and he was just barely stopped. And then also there's there was a few more, but that that that's something that our D need to uh, need to look at. I mean Schneider Schneider and Braun obviously, and then the Keandre line. I I feel like. I feel like Fox was a little bit more um sound defensively in this game. I'm gonna be honest. I think I think he played a good defensive game and he wasn't as noticeable offensively, but he was still very good. He was still very good offensively. I'm not gonna give any credit to this loss to Fox. Honestly, I'm not. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the uh the stretch passing, and then also I noticed in the first period and then a little bit of the second period, not as much the third. I think they improved it. But the fourth line dude was so bad in the first. And they they were they were running they were running a two one one four check or a two a two two one four check in the first period. And they had two guys down, down low and Reeves, like every time I felt like he was one of them. And the thing is, like, you got a guy like Reeves, he can't skate that well. Like he's going down there and he's not gonna get back. And then you create an odd man rush going down the other way. Like Go on, if he's gonna put the fourth line out, especially without Goudreau on that line as much as he has been, he needs to change that that four check to a one two two. Otherwise, they're just gonna keep getting beat. Like I don't. That's that's something that really. Uh, and you gotta remember too, losing like here's the
1: thing too, because they bumped Goudreau up to the second line originally. Like that's a huge loss for the fourth line. Like not having Barkley, Goudreau, and then your replacements, Kevin Rooney. And I don't think Kevin Rooney's a bad player at all. But Barclay Goudreau is head over heels way better than him. So of course there's gonna be a huge drop at the fourth line. I thought our only good fourth line player was Mon again. That's really it and stuff. But other than that, like this game, the biggest thing is we gotta stay composed. We can't let it get to our heads. Like we we were we expected a fight from a two time, you know, cup champion. We guys just relax. And I know these kids are young, so they just need to like it's a like just need to weather the storm and just stay composed. That's the biggest thing. Like, there's nothing you can do about tonight now. Just move on for game five and let's get ready. I'm going to add
0: to that. I, I don't really – I'm not trying to be this guy, but
2: uh, – that
0: guy. No, nah, I'm not trying to be that guy. But, like, officiating didn't lose us this game, but it didn't help us. I feel like there were, the officiating in this game – overall was not good like it was just like very clustered and it's been very consistently bad throughout the entire playoffs and this game is just another example of like just poor uh officiating and i just feel like i don't know i don't know how you fix it really um but there were i feel like uh if you guys remember this is got a stick pretty up high Uh, completely missed call. And then like, there were a lot of calls that were just blown off or whatever, or, um, the whole like confusion where they took back a penalty. I, I don't know about you, but like the amount of times I've seen a penalty being taken back. Oh, it was the Reeves slashing penalty where, um, who was it? Somebody cross-checked him into the boards, and then he, like, kind of hit him in the, like, skates, I guess. Like, kind of lightly. And they called him for slashing. I just, like, yeah. Uh, obviously, they took that back, but it's just crazy that how, like, just disorganized it's shaky. Officiating the, the officiating is.
1: The officiating shaky.
0: It is. I but you
2: can't
1: thank no on the refs all the time. You can't. Like, you gotta- no,
0: I'm not blaming this one on the refs. I'm just saying... Yeah. The officiating uh, in this game not very good. No,
1: no. At
2: least yeah, they let him I, fight though. Yeah, thank yeah. God after last
0: time that was like a tie. That of was a fight. The only
2: But of all the guys, it's Toronto, dude. Hey, there's Petrano. two positives I can That's take. That's not a understand. guy. Keep on saying to this. To there's the two box. positives.
1: We the well, I like the fight because I the, I just like the I just like that because it was just something to start something, like, kind of stir the pot if you could. It didn't work, but hey, it's better than doing absolutely nothing. And number two, I I felt good when we scored on Vazzy, Even though, it was a, you know, we weren't going to win. It was already over by then. But I felt like the team would have been very deflated if they got shut out. You know, that would have re- definitely put some burden on us to really score, like, the first goal in game five. But I think scoring kind of, like, that one goal at least was uh, relieving in a sense and stuff because they didn't shut us out. Because – When you get shut out, man, it it really fucking sucks. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, we take the little positives and, you know, build from that and stuff. But this game was tough to watch, man. I mean, it was was hard.
0: I'm never wearing a jersey to watch a game again. Every time I freaking wear my jersey and watch a game, we freaking lose. I'm done. I'm
2: done. Hey, Hey, I took mine off in the third period right before we scored that goal. What does that say? Mm-hmm. Dude, work. but you bad know bad what? Whatever mojo so, works got, for you, keep it. Wait, 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 I got a question to ask. So okay. it's very. I I know you guys probably wanted to keep this for tomorrow, but for the Heidel injury, like oh, that's a that's a huge loss. And if he's out long term, like that's huge. And we already have Strom out. I we it, okay. You cannot put McKeg in his place. Like you gotta. If Sammy Blaise isn't back. You, I think you have to bring Othman up. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I don't think we have any other choice. We gotta bring up a guy who has like the potential for top six. Like,
1: play. you need firepower. You need firepower. Yeah, I think they're not
2: I, gonna bring him up. No, it's they're, not they're
1: definitely not. Th- like, although the good news is, I know Sammy Blade wasn't a practice jersey. Was actually contact jersey too. So that's a good sign. Yeah, um, I like play. He's a he's known to be a playoff performer. I mean, he did help when uh, help the Blues win the cup in um uh, a couple of years ago. So I mean, if we can get Blay back, that would be a nice boost for us, like physically, because his four check is really strong. And he's got good hands and he can dump in a goal occasionally and stuff. He may be a good answer to, uh, you know, helping us with our issues we got going on right now.
2: But Heidel, Heidel, is just a huge loss. That's really oh, tough. Yeah.
1: he's been our best kid like, out of the three. Oh,
2: yeah. Ah man. Like
1: And it disrupts the kid. That's been our game, X factor this game, all
2: the really, this game was really like a a momentum killer. I, I think it was like I think after game three, we were like, all right, we were brought down brought down to like terms We won two. We, Tampa, obviously, they were gonna win one, like they're the Stanley Cup champion. But like this game really brought us down, and to have that injury with the kid line, who was obviously like buzzing, they were forechecking like a ton in the first period. They were playing great, and God, that's that's just so tough. Like it, it sucks.
0: I'm not it, gonna lie, I'm gonna be that guy. This might you. This might piss both of you off. Like, with these injuries and the way that we're playing, I don't think we're winning this series.
1: Yeah, I definitely got a sick feeling to my stomach about this. Yeah, I don't have the gut feeling.
0: I just, like, like I think it's over. Like, yeah, I really I'm do. It's and, starting to against us now. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to lie. If the Rangers lose, which I'm, I honestly feel in my gut, I'm not going to watch a single game of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I hope the Tampa Bay Lightning eat friggin' crap and lose, and I don't know. I just don't want to see them win anymore. They're I, very, I, I they're not even see, a fun team to watch.
1: I can't, I can't, I personally can't see the Lightning. Like it's hard for me to watch Lightning beat the Rangers. Not one, because obviously some arrangement, but two, 2015. Man, I still got it burned in my mind like it was yesterday, dude. Yep. Get shut out in the Garden, two nothing, and stuff. I want to fucking beat them for payback, man. I just want to beat them.
2: Dude, I don't think that team can beat Colorado. I really don't. I don't think Tampa has the firepower to do it. I think Colorado burns like, out. Five. Yeah,
0: that's the thing. Is their goalie's not good? Yeah, dude. But that's I mean, a huge Vast, thing. Vast,
2: like, okay, 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 okay. Hot take: Vast has a fucking like .860 save percentage in this. In this, it might be like a nine hundred now, honestly. But still, that's just right around where Francois. And Kemper are like, yeah, but
1: that's one series. Look at the two series before that. He's had great save percentages and good numbers. Like, Vassi will be fine against Colorado. Yeah, it's more like they're, they're, they're more top heavy than we are, the Colorado. Like, I mean, they got McKinnon, Landis Cog, Ranton, in like, they got some big heavy hitters on that team in terms of offensive firepower, but. Uh, just like I think the Lightning overall are just so much stronger than the Colorado Avalanche. Like I call the Western Conference Final the weaker conference finally. No, like
2: no way. No way. I think the fucking Colorado Avalanche, especially if you're watching them last night, especially if they have Kadri back, like they're such a good team. They're deep Is too. he coming back. He got thumb surgery. He okay, okay. He they claim that he wasn't coming back, but he they posted something like the team posted something or maybe it was the NHL and it was like Kadri's ruled out for the rest of the years, and he literally commented on on his Instagram he was like yeah we'll see about that
1: yeah so, no well hmm. I mean it's a, of course it's the Stanley Cup a Stanley Cup so he's gonna want to come back even if they sit, the doctors tell him he can't
2: um, so
1: man, that's he's the lost game, for the game that too, he plays he Kadri
2: hey with the game that he plays how much does he need his thumb? <laughs> Honestly, who knows, bro? Yeah, the question is
0: Would you rather take a slap shot to the hand or the friggin' front of your foot?
2: Dude, I want to take a slap shot to my healer right now, dude. I am so depressed (laughs) with that game. I actually want to put my head through a wall. Oh, like that was just such a. That was so that was, painful to watch. That was so hard to watch. Like, it wasn't like game, game three. Like, we had a chance. We played decent. Like, that game, we sucked the whole way through.
1: No momentum. We had no energy going for us. It was all just so, it was so flat. So flat.
2: And you know what? You know what scares me? I was listening to, God, I hate ESPN commentators. First of all, I tried to listen to Sam Rosen, but he was like, he was way delayed I muted my T V listened to Sam Rosen. It was so delayed, I was like, I can't do this. But I listened to ESPN and they were like they were talking about like how many of the Rangers goals have been on the power play. Like they dominated the power play this whole this whole time and the lightning like didn't really get any penalties today. And you saw it happen, like the Rangers only scored one goal and it was the only goal they scored was on the power play. Yeah. Like how, how that affected them, and it just scares me, like, are they just, like, we gotta uh, be better 5-on-5,
1: five five. we gotta be better, yeah. we gotta score more 5-on-5, like, five because five, you can't just rely on p- power plays the whole time. Not at all! Just, no. Because if, if the Lightning are being disciplined, they beat you. If, if you, if you rely so much on your power play. We gotta figure this <sighs> out, though. I don't want to go down without a fight, like, this, like, I don't want them just to win the next two games and just sweep us aside, like, you know, we've come so far, don't you know don't quit now. Yep. And that's but that's the thing about this team. Backs up against the wall, the no quit mentality. I'm hoping that's the message that's displayed tonight. Like hey, let's go into game 5. Let's show no quit in New York and let's go and uh, you know, put our hard hats on. Let's go to work. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I just my prob- my biggest thing is like the injuries are huge, especially with heat out now. It's just another kick in the I'm balls. hoping Strom
1: comes back because he did warm up. So maybe.
0: I don't know. He looked like he was in pain. They showed that little replay of him warming up. I'm just
1: hoping because they let him take off today and then they let him take off tomorrow, he's back and, you know, feeling a little bit better and stuff. Because, like, if Heedle's out, we need Strom really bad then.
0: What was it? Knee injury?
1: Uh, I don't know if it was knee, but I just know it was his leg.
0: It's gotta be knee, dude. Knee yeah, injuries something. are so freaking tough to come back from. Don't freaking tell me about it.
2: Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. You know. hey, we gotta get. We gotta get you back on the on the slopes next year, dude. Like, I need a buddy. You gotta traumatized, get traumatized, bro. bro. Traumatized. I messed for, up like so bad. No, me and Muto, uh last season and by season i mean ski season we both brought season passes for wintergreen resort in virginia we we're in <laughs> skiing and this dude this dude took a took a long trip with
0: the uh ski patrol hurt his knee did i gotta ride on the ski on the ski mobile
2: first one was trying to find your phone though <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey for for other reasons though we won't talk about those <laughs> But. Yep.
0: yep. Yeah. Knee injuries, no joke. If his knee is frigged up, I don't know. I don't know how. Okay. Hey, if
1: his knee's frigged up, the second line frigged up.
0: Yeah. Ooh. We need Krafts off.
2: Kraft's off dude. That's yeah. what I'm
1: saying. He's got the talent Kraft's for top off, six. You know, who we, you know who we need. Chris Jury doesn't start. like him for some reason. I don't know what his fucking problem. No,
0: it's. It I don't think, think it's Chris Jury. I think it's like the whole manager situation. But you know you know who we need right now? We need McDavid.
2: Yeah, call him up. If he wants yeah. to be a time yeah. ranger, come on.
0: Make some sort of loophole. Get some lawyers in here.
2: Yo, we need Derek Broussard.
0: <laughs> we
2: need it's Sean Avery. Brad. Dude, Sean Avery's been a little God, I, I love that guy, but he's been a little bitch this whole playoffs. He's been dude, <laughs> this editing this is going to take so
0: long for this freaking episode. Oh, my gosh. Dude,
2: he's been literally fucking, Ugh. he's been chanting for Tampa this whole <laughs> series. Like, you, the only time you were ever fucking relevant in your entire career was in New York. <laughs> like, how are you going to go and go, oh, oh, Tampa's playing so great. I love Kutrop. Fuck you, dude. Thank you, I love you, I love you, but thank you all right
0: that audio was from last night our initial reactions um how good they were, I don't know, but after we've had some time to I don't know think about it now we're gonna go back and talk about it and finish this episode off.
2: so will, what do you have to say? I don't know I'm I'm calm now, but I'm still in the same, like, emotional state on the whole situation. I've just had more time to think about, like, where we're at. And to be honest, it's still 2-2, two two. like, anything's possible. We're going back home. Like, there's no reason to get too fired up about it. But with everything that's uh, happened in the past two games and where we're going. There's gotta be major change if we want a chance of winning the series. I mean I, I was talking about it last night about Panarin and I I I just thought about it more and and the more I thought about it I'm like, gosh, like he he really has not shown up enough. It's just I don't know. I From- don't think the
0: answer I do not think the answer is to switch up the lines. I don't know why they did that. And it's like I think it threw everything off, but I don't know. It's uh it's tough cuz I get, I didn't realize how like based our team is around Strom because like that not having him like really
2: threw everything off like pretty bad. So
0: Yeah, that's a huge weakness.
2: It throws off that second line, which is already weak defensively because of Panarin, and strom really covered for him a lot in the defensive zone, and ah, it's tough. Well, what we have to hope for is they're listed right now as day to day, and we're probably not going to know anything till like around six o'clock tomorrow when when Gallant does his uh, pregame interviews, but. You got you got to hope we're not gonna like bring up Greg McKegg in his place or some godforsaken friggin' AHL player. Like I I don't know, I thought about him as like honestly like you need you need to do something ugh, drastic. I, I I don't think we can just bring up more Ryan Reeves and like keep playing the fourth line. Like that's what you're doing if you if you bring up Greg McKegg. In this situation, I mean, Rooney, like, Rooney didn't play terrible last night. He wasn't great either, but he didn't play terrible. He had a fire lit under him, but, like, I don't know. You you got to hope also that Sammy Blaze can come back. I mean, he practiced in a in a contact jersey yesterday. I don't know if he did today. I don't, I don't really have any more updates. They didn't talk about it in either of the press conferences today, but... You really gotta hope that they're they're gonna bring in something drastic. I don't I don't know if that means like changing up the lines. The thing is, Lafreniere, and Kako are probably gonna stay together. If Heidel doesn't come back, you gotta throw somebody on that line who's like gonna keep up with their pace. You can't just throw a Greg McKegg on that line or a Kevin Rooney. He's not gonna fit there. So you got to... And if you have Goudreau still up on that second line, what what they're probably gonna have to do is put Kopp at center, and then maybe move him to the third line with the kids, and then you're gonna end up having to put like, if they don't get Sammy Blaze, it's gonna be like Gothier who goes up on that wing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You you forget about that name, huh? <laughs> like, I don't I don't know. I I can't help but feel like we have to pray. Like I, I don't know. I wish they could just like overnight Kravstav from Russia because he's the only person who's gonna play with that line the same way. I feel like it's as really Heidel. BS package, dude. Honestly, I wish we could.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the. I just like we'll see how we are, but. The problem is with this is Tampa isn't dealing with injuries and we are, and I feel like that's just not just true. Not good. That's really? not true. Braden points out. Oh, true. And oh, yeah, it's actually a good point. Never mind. Corey
2: Perry. Corey Perry did take that shot to the hand. He. Oh yeah. Not ruled out. He came back and played. So what even happened to like what's what what's Heedle's injury like classified as? It's an upper body injury. Um. Gallant didn't, like, say anything about it. It seemed like he didn't have any updates on it yet when he did the press conference today. But last night, you he, he did say that he should be good to go, like, on Thursday. But Gallant has a tendency to, like, downplay injuries. Like, a guy could have a bullet through the heart, and he'd be like, Yeah, might be day-to-day. He should be good to go. Like, we'll see. You should be fine. So I don't. Only a flesh wound. It's a, but only a flesh wound. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the the whole Tampa thing though is like Kucherov. Like, I just, I still don't understand how on that second goal, how we leave him straight up through the middle like, there's got to be a little bit more discipline defensively. And obviously, they're making those stretch passes, so the defense have to hinge correctly. And especially if somebody's going to pinch on the blue line, like, someone's got to hinge, and they've got to be watching that. Because the same kind of thing happened, like, well, it's not the same. It wasn't a stretch pass, but the the penalty that the – when he came out of the box and scored or was it when he came out of the box and almost scored in yeah, the game? He, he had a breakaway. Yeah. He had a breakaway. And there was also another, there was another like Kucherov breakaway at the start of the game. And like it, it's, it's, I I also noticed like the defensive gap control on guys. It seems like our are scared to get beat. Sometimes I feel like we give them a lot of room and gap control in the gap control. And like a, they're they have a lot more room to do stuff entering the zone like making plays like I I wish we could like get, put a little more pressure on them and that also goes back to like whether there's there's four checkers coming back or not that's on the offense too you can't put that solely on the defense so I I think if the Rangers want to win they have to come out. And play like better five on five, like they gotta score, they gotta cycle down low. If, whichever team cycles and controls the cycle in the offensive zone is gonna win the game. And Tampa, Tampa was cycling the puck, getting our our defense and our wingers like all outs out of sorts when they were in the offensive zone. So if if the Rangers like the kid line was doing before, if they can four check hard and and like cycle the puck they're going to create havoc in the in the Tampa zone. I think they can win the game, but like they got to they got to do that. They got to forecheck hard and they got to they got to keep the stretch passes from coming through. And they got to honestly like they just got to take advantage of opportunities. There were a lot of opportunities last night that the Rangers had and they just couldn't bury. I mean, we actually outshot them. So it says something. Yeah. My biggest
0: I feel like my biggest thing for next game is we just need to be better about passing? I think we were really bad on passing a lot of points in the game.
2: Uh, uh, for example: Panarin. Panarin what? turned the puck over, God knows how many times. Sean. Yeah, that's
0: really what I like think about. Maybe we weren't that bad, but all I know is that, like, dude, how many times in this playoffs have has like Panarin? How many times has he friggin' just dumped the like, and, like, put the puck on his backhand? And missile a pass tape to tape to the other team. Like, I feel like it's happened a trillion times this playoffs. He's got to stop doing that. And like, we just like, I, I, there were moments in the game where I look at their passing. And I was like, wow, like, holy crap. Like, they are, they're not missing on these passes. And then like, obviously they turned turn it over, but like, eventually, but we, I don't know. If we want to win, we have to like, be consistent with passing. I think. Um, another thing, too, is just, like, they need to keep their cool. I think that they're... It seems like they're getting a little freaked out right now. Like, I've, I've kind of... like To me, it just kind of feels like they're just kind of in panic mode. And they're just making sloppy mistakes and not thinking, because they're dealing with a little bit of um, you know, troubles. They're dealing with problems that this late in the playoffs and they're just kind of freaked out. I think that she's, need like play well and keep the game simple, but at the same time, like make effective plays, be patient, like lay the bod and just don't get in their head. But that's just comes with experience really. But
2: yeah, yeah. And they've gotten that experience to these playoffs. I mean, they've been down in two, two series and they've come back. So they know how to have the composure to, to come back from something like this. And they're not down, they're, they're tied, they're only tied. Yeah. If you went on Twitter, you'd think that the world was ending because that's the way people are acting right now. But re- it, realistically, it's a tied series. Each team has win at ho- won at home. And that's how it's been the whole playoffs, especially for the Rangers, is winning at home. So they're going back home to Madison Square Garden and they can't rest on their laurels that they're going to win at home, but they need to come out and take advantage of the crowd and the location, and and go out and just win and play hard. I mean, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna respond well. You gotta. You gotta think they would after after the experience that they've had in the past two rounds. But I mean, anything's possible, and you never know with, with that Tampa team as well. So my biggest I, thing is. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean, to interrupt. No, you're good. I I think. Um. I don't think, but I hope that Tampa just thinks that they're gonna they're gonna take it to the Rangers. Now that's what I that's what I'm hoping. I, I hope, and also Braden Point is not being ruled out completely for Game Five. Just he's not so. gonna be good if he's playing.
0: Like he's gonna be pretty bad. I think his injury is. I don't. I think his injury is not good. But um. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. So I gotta. I got a hot take. I got one of my hot takes. I feel like tomorrow is it. If we lose game five, we're losing the series. Like, I think that, like, we need to win tomorrow.
2: Oh, 100%.
0: I think it's it. Like, there's just no chance. Like, there's just no chance we're going to... Yeah, like we just need we need to win this game tomorrow. Like if we don't win this game tomorrow, like that that's it for the for the series and the Tomorrow's season. Tomorrow's
2: definitely an elimination game, and hopefully yeah. the players treat it like that. And God, you you have to think like Heidel and Heidel and Strom are thinking about that in the back of their heads when they decide whether they're going to be able to play tomorrow. So hopefully, I'm not asking for anyone to play hurt, but I know I know the feeling and. You gotta, you gotta think that they're gonna put it on the line there.
0: This is what we get for trying to summon Satan on Twitter. Not
2: us, but Rangers it's Twitter. This is what you get.
0: God is yeah. undefeated. So, yeah, I don't know. We got all right. Another key to success: stop summoning Satan on Twitter. That's so wild. What's wrong with you, you degenerates? <laughs> but, He's marons. Sure. But I got a a different thing that I want to rant about. Alright? Not hockey related at all. I was driving home from work. And it just came... I just said, you know what? This is perfect to talk about. You know what really grinds my gears? Transformer stickers on cars. You... Why do you have the Transformer stickers on your car? You drive a 2002 Shingata Mobile Honda Civic. What do you, oh, you put your little Transformer sticker on your car. What do you, what, do I, what am I going to think that your car is going to turn into a freaking Transformer and like, and I don't know, kick all the traffic out of the way? No. Trans, transformer stickers on cars, bad sty. bad sty the the autobot sticker ones you could you could take it or leave that Th- those are not always those are not always the worst cuz the people that have the autobots at least they're fighting for the good side but but god protect you If you run into somebody with Decepticon sticker, because I almost got (laughs) nailed on the highway today by somebody with a Decepticon sticker. I said, damn, maybe this guy is a Decepticon because, oh my gosh. But I don't know about you, buddy, but just because you have a Decepticon sticker on your car and you're driving like a freaking a-hole, I'm still not buying the fact that you're, uh, you're Your Ram truck piece of crap is going to turn into something crazy like that. Because, I don't know. All I know is is the Honda Pilot, it's winning in a fight against that Fugazi car. Bro, I saw the Decepticon logo. I said, oh my gosh. That dude was going like 90 in the right lane. In a construction zone. Absolute menace. Maybe a real Decepticon. The world may never know.
2: All right, all right. On a topic of style, I gotta bring this up. Kalorn on Tampa Bay has the worst style I've ever seen for a hockey player. Yeah, he's got pretty bad style. Why? Justin wear- Brown has pretty bad style. Dude, he's wearing an Easton helmet. Yeah, Easton, bad style. he is the worst helmet ever made for hockey. The worst helmet ever on and he has the eastern logo like covered with tape. Like this dude what are you doing? They pulled it out of the
0: uh, out of the the like the lost and found at the rink or something like that. The little well, the little borrowing
2: power 4500. You might as well go give yourself a freaking concussion. Go ram your head across the damn highway. Like I don't know. I don't know. At least the 4500 is
0: good sty. Great
2: sty and if I might might add but oh, dude, that thing is a concussion bucket though i played with it i played with a 4500 all my years of high school god knows i had so many concussions and then i used it like my freshman year when i played at louisville and i'm i had a concussion with it and I was like, i'm done but <laughs> like, done i got the the bauer react 20 like 250 or whatever that one that i have now and it's a 150 wait, I think. 150 150 yeah yeah I, I was like the first person I, at Liberty to get it. I told you to. That's why. Remember you, you asked I was me. like, yeah, I
0: was getting some sty advice. I said, I saw, I found it on like, I think it was hockey monkey or true pure hockey. And I was like, I noticed that it's like brand new. And I said, I sent you the picture. I said, yo, should I get this? You're like, yeah, I guess. And it's like, who, who would have known that? Like now everyone wears that helmet. Good mid range helmet. Like, Price wise, but it's like, if you didn't tell me, dude, I would feel like I would have to say that's like the top of the line helmet because the top of the two, the React Two Hundred, it's not bad sty, it's not good sty. Sometimes you can like Jimmy Neutron
2: with that with that helmet. Dude, most of Bauer's helmets now look like you're about to get sent off to the freaking moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Bro. God, the one they came out with is horrific. The Hyperlight. That oh, dude, that is so, one is—it so looks just bad. like the Eastern one. It looks like the Eastern ones. Yeah, in a way, it's like it looks like a
0: bicycle helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it looks like a—I don't even know how—it it looks like you have a football on your head. Like you're from Spaceballs, dude. So like <laughs> you wearing these people, dude. Hey, everyone always gets on me for this, but I'll stand by this until the day I die. Half of the game of hockey. Is sty. You gotta have good sty because if you're if you're bad but you look all right, at least they don't have anything to talk about of what you're wearing. But like, think about you could like be the grossest player in the world. But dude, if you give the other team, bro, like you could be yeah. Like think about if Connor McDavid think, had the most dusty sty. Like he had, like he he had. It looked like he, he freaking like pulled his gear from like a dumpster or something dude even though he's the greatest player in the world bro i'm i'm attacking him for his his choice in hockey gear gotta have good style
2: it's gotta look good the best example that you remember that kid from george mason the one oh i won't say that but you you know who i'm talking about the kid was gross but he had the worst i've ever seen he had like the aviator freaking shield the aviator bubble do you know what i'm
0: talking about of course, dude. That guy, like, dude, he looks like one of those players you make. He looked like one of those players you make in, like, NHL to, like, intentionally be, like, ugly. Yeah.
2: He, he was like a – oh, my
0: God. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. And then, Bar- and, then, and then Barlow picked him up and sla- – like, liter- like, literally picked him up and slammed him on the ice. I think gave him a concussion. And then, like, that was it for that guy for a while. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, the question is—is uh, is, I know what your answer is, this, but we must talk about it. Tuck, tuck the tongue, or don't tuck the tongue. I say tuck.
2: I don't tuck. Never tuck. i always not Because first of all, it feels better. I disagree. It's more comfortable, and second of all, it's just better style. It's just. I sick.
0: disagree. It's I think th- the tuck is much better. I think you have. I think you look cleaner with the tuck and it's better protection.
2: I don't, I think it's better sty. I've always thought it was better sty. You know what? I used to be a yoger tuck guy. Oh, the a whole thing, the full tuck with the That's uh, too much. But the the thing was, you would untuck, you would still have the uh the tongue untucked and then you'd have the the uh sock over it. So it kind of it wouldn't be like it's clean, but it would still be be all tucked what
0: in. The heck, dang, bro. We need to. We need to get Yarmir Yager
2: on the Rangers. He still plays, dude. He could probably be an asset right now. I, dude, I did that up until up until I came to Liberty. I never got said anything about it at Louisville, and then I got to Liberty when I transferred. And like first quarter of the year, I think Nash fined me for it, and I was like, ah. Oh. Gotta switch, and it felt so weird to do like to not tuck anything in at first, but I was like, Yeah, yeah, Yager. yeah, yellow laces,
0: <laughs> yep, dude. You got to see my beer league team, Sty. It's cra- it's pretty wild to be honest. It's pretty crazy. I feel, dude, I'm like, dude, our beer league team is just like, I just. I have no words. They're just very, very interesting group of fellas.
2: You have, you have the greatest hockey player in D three history. T J Moore's on your team.
0: T J Moore's going
2: into the Hall of Fame,
0: dude. They freaking bought a keg for last game. <laughs> they brought a keg and were drinking the keg in the parking lot. And the minute they said it was Coors Light, I said I'm out. I, I said I already got water. Thanks. Jeez. What? another topic, I guess to end things out and talk about our predictions for the next game. Um, I don't really know how I feel for this next game. Honestly, you know, I love the Rangers a lot and, but I don't know. I, the last game kind of freaked me out. They, they've surprised me multiple times and one when I didn't think they were going to obviously with, um, I really didn't think, I didn't, deep down I had a bad feeling about game seven against Carolina, but for this, for for game five, still have a pretty bad gut feeling. I don't, I don't really know. My gut, my gut tells me the Rangers are going to lose, but my heart says they're going to win. So I don't know which one to... I don't know which one to believe, to be honest. I'm just being real. I'm not trying to be oblivious to everything going on. I'm not rooting against the Rangers. I just don't know if we have it. Because Tampa's kind of locked in. They've figured out our team. And we're just like, we had them figured out. But they changed it up.
2: And we're just not, we haven't adjusted to it yet. So we'll see if they do. But I don't know. So I, I think the difference between game 1 and 2 and game 3 and 4 is the Rangers made Tampa play to their pace they played at the Carolina pace still which was a fast game and in games Man. 3 and 4 they played at Tampa's pace where it's a slower game and that's where they're they're not as good so I think if the Rangers come back and they can play at their speed that we know that they can play that fast speed, fast pace game and they play off the rush and they, they can make stuff happen I think the Rangers will win my prediction is the Rangers are going to come back, and I think they're going to they're going to have a great game at home. I I really do. I think they're going to have a kick in the ass after this game, and I think they're going to come out and they're going to buzz. and I think Rangers win. I think they win a, a short margin game. I'd say three to two. If you're going to bet, if you're a betting man, take the under. Um, and honestly, I think Rangers in seven. I'm sticking to it. Rangers in seven. Same and as the last man, two rounds.
0: Carolina-type beat, except we don't lose at home in game seven. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You know how much money I'm going to put on the next game? How much? Two dollars! Two dollars! I'm going to put two dollars on the this game. The
2: game. Wow, so Get a Key to game. Key to game. Panarin. Yeah, Key he doesn't big show up.
0: Dude, what happened, bro? That's a whole other topic.
2: Eat they, a big bowl of gabagoo before you know they
0: Gabba, A big bowl of gabagoo? What do you mean
2: <laughs> a big bowl of
0: gabagoo?
2: I mean a big bowl of gabagoo. It's not a liquid. You <laughs> never said it was a liquid. Yeah, but you don't put it in a bowl. It's like I can a put meat. anything I want in a bowl.
0: That's Yo, just wrong.
2: Bowl. Oh, Oh,
0: good point. All right. I gotta say something. i you've you've heard this before. I'm gonna say it again for our two listeners out there. Um, one of them being my dad. How's it going? <laughs> 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 but um, it's not. I'm 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 done. I'm done calling it a charcuterie board, bro. It's the meat and cheeses plate. I grew up. I never even heard the word charcuterie board. Who who came up with that? That's probably not even Italian. Bro, Americans, they take the Italian food and they change it and they screw it up. Just like pizza. Now it's all diluted and stuff. But let me tell you. That boot. That boot sh- showed the whole world how to eat. Sh- showed the whole world how to eat. And here's a little lesson for you so you don't... So you're not um what is it uh, culturally uh, insensitive is that what what's the word uh, that they love to throw in our faces the some, some people no racist. not ra- well, <laughs> nah, not racist uh, culturally insensitive
2: xenophobic
0: insen- I don't know no not one of those that like you know one of those words stop calling it the charcuterie board you gotta it's the meat it's obviously the prosciutto but these these people. It's the meat and cheeses board. That's what it is. That's what everyone calls it growing up, who is in the good culture. It's not the charcuterie board. Whoever came up with that name,
2: Gazy. First of all, first of all, I got to say, charcuterie board, the, the word charcuterie, it's French. You're wrong. It's not Italian. It's French. It's originated in France. So I'm sorry for that. Um... But what I will say, with these, like, with the uh, the non, like, Italian Americans, when they make their charcuterie boards and they think they're all Italian, when they're making their stuff, they, I feel like they love prosciutto. Like, white girls love prosciutto. They'll go and they'll prosciutto? buy a, a prosciutto.
1: They'll yeah. go and they'll
2: buy a bag of prosciutto and they'll eat it, like, raw. They'll just eat the prosciutto. like, just, like out. Yeah, but... No respect at all to like supersad and all the all the good oh, salami. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no respect. They don't pay no respect. They only think of this friggin' prosciutto. Prosciutto. I call it prosciutto. I don't know. I'm not That's right. That's different. But- I think cook with prosciutto.
0: No, no. I'm not thinking. But- cook with prosciutto. You eat prosciutto. It's like a deli meat.
2: What What do you use? What cheeses do you use when you do when you do your meats? It's tough. Uh, I got to I guess like if you're serving for people
0: you got to have a good like just a good like cheddar uh maybe a good parmesan oh definitely a parmesan one of the drier ones um yeah I don't know it just depends on what's the selection cuz there was this one time it was like oh I forget what that one's called it's an Italian I've, it's an Italian cheese but it but my grandfather Used to call it smelly feet cheese, but it's really good.
2: Is it? Are you talking about provolone? No, I love. It's like a dry. I,
0: it's like a drier
2: cheese. It's really I good though. Strong. Provolone. Provolone's good. Yeah, My Darren, mom. I like provolone. Darren always tells me it smells bad. It smells I tell
0: bad. Provolone's like doesn't super mild. It dude. It, does
2: yeah, it super doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't
0: smell bad. like anything.
2: Yeah, so I'm telling her she's uncultured. These friggin germans i know yeah
0: that's uh italian culture man
2: all right well we're coming up on about an hour i think so yeah this is gonna be a Uh, long episode yeah so uh it's great talking to everyone today uh we're in we're all in this together it's uh well, it's one big happy family, and we're going to go down like the Titanic if the Rangers lose next game all together. So let's get ready. <laughs> dude, if the if freaking Tampa goes to the cup final,
0: dude, who the heck wants to watch Tampa versus the Avs? Like, that's just – you could have guessed that. That's like one of those, like, we need the Rangers to go to the final. I We need to get on the Russian gas, and it'll be good.
2: Panera Paner needs to supply either.
0: us with the Russian gas.
2: Panera needs
0: the Russian gas, dude. Oh, yeah, he needs the Russian gas. Else. But, well, all right, everyone. Uh, if you made it this far in the podcast, congratulations. You get nothing. But um. <laughs> my love and affection. Except our love and affection. But, uh, yeah, if you like what you heard, Please hit that follow button. I did look. I found it's a follow button. I didn't know on the last one because it was our first rodeo, but it's that
2: follow button. Hit that follow button. Make sure to follow uh, us on Instagram and Twitter at fugazi (laughs) chatteray. I said it weird, but yeah,
0: that was uh, weird. Please
2: follow. uh, We're fancy. So follow us on there. We're um we're buzzing on the Twitter game right now. So make sure you follow us. Love to hear from you. So. Yeah, You guys have a great day
0: Everyone have a nice day Thank you for watching Let's go Rangers When the moon hits your eye Like a big pizza pie That's amore When the world Seems to shine like you've had Too much wine That's amore Bells will
2: ring, ting-a-ling-a-ling, ting and you'll
0: sing the beat of